Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Rich and Daily ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. So, Arisha, we've talked so many times here about how tough it can be for women in showbiz. I mean, let's be honest, we don't always get to play on a level playing field, even though I can't seem to think of a single man doing it better than us right now. <laughs> hmm You can say that again. Yeah. Yep. That's it. That's it. I um, mean, there's no, no notes to that. That's okay. perfect. Yeah. Perfect. So apparently someone who knows all about an uneven playing field is Kelly Rippa. She's been one of the hosts of the Morning Talk Show Live since 2001. And now instead of asking the questions, she's answering a lot of them concerning mm-hmm. the truly difficult journey she's had on the way to becoming one of the queens of daytime. Yeah. So Kelly opened up in a new interview and she got real about the good, the bad and the ugly when it comes to her hosting gig on live. Yeah, and there's way more ugly than I assumed. I just gotta say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hate it. It's one of those things where it's like, what? But also, <laughs> of course. I know. From Wondery, I'm Brooke Ziffrin. And I'm Arisha Skidmore-Williams. It's Wednesday, March 29th. And you're listening to Rich and Daily. This episode is brought to you by Saks.com. Richies, you know we love to shop. So it's only fitting that today's sponsor is Saks.com. Saks.com is the perfect place to find new style inspiration. Yeah, Saks.com has everything for your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for brunch, a bright Chloe blazer for that job interview, or Stodd's gold cowboy boots for a concert. These are all such different vibes and literally all vibes I would love to be a part of. So that's oh, fun. Oh, yeah, <laughs> definitely. So find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Sax.com. Sax.com. If you've been keeping up with Even the Rich, you've heard us talking about Monopoly Go. That's right. And we're going to keep talking about it. So playing Monopoly Go with your family and friends is truly a delight. Yeah, there's always something new to do, like partner events where you build on each other's boards, crazy tournaments where you can recruit your friends, or competitions to outdo them on the leaderboards. And we love competition. Yeah, we do. Too much. And if you want to play solo, there's timed events like obscenely massive multipliers for all your winnings and challenges like treasure hunts or money sprees. It's honestly a really great pastime. Exactly. Compete with your friends and people all around the world to be the biggest Monopoly tycoon on the leaderboards. So join the fun and download Monopoly Go now, free on the App Store and Google Play. So Kelly Ripa is one of the longest-running personalities in daytime television, which is not easy to do. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And since she was named Regis Philbin's co-host on Live in 2001, she's become a fan favorite. She's basically a household name. Like, this job just skyrocketed her. Yeah. Even though I did know her from soap operas because of my mom. Yep. Yep. <laughs> this is now why everyone knows her. Mm-hmm. And she's outlasted three co-hosts, including Regis, Michael Strahan, and now Ryan Seacrest, who will be leaving the show on April 14th. And she's known for her sense of humor. She's got a really, like, bubbly, upbeat personality. Very bubbly, yeah. 
very bubbly. Like, bless her for being bubbly for so long. And so (laughs) early in the morning. I know, man. (laughs) Um, But in a new interview with Variety, Kelly says that things behind the scenes haven't always been the best. And that's because she feels she wasn't always treated as fairly as her male co-hosts. Yeah, I spent the majority of the time reading this interview with my jaw down. Like, I was like, this can't be real, right? This is made up. I know. I'm like, pissed for her. Ugh. So when Kelly started as Regis's co-host back in 2001, such a simpler time. Oh, it really was. She says she wasn't given paid vacation, maternity leave, or a wardrobe budget, mm-hmm. which is just like basic, yeah. you know, human rights when it comes to having <laughs> a job in this country. Should be at least. Yeah. And they like forced her to use Regis's makeup team. I know. It's like what? Hair and makeup. And it's like, really? Yeah. Really, these two are not the same at all. <laughs> yeah. Um, Kelly also says that for her first few years on the show, she wasn't even given her own office. Mm. And this is what just really I could not process. And I'm still like, this is real? This is actually accurate? Because Kelly says it took her years of asking for a workspace before she was even given a janitor's closet to use as an office. That's like something you see on a sitcom. Yeah, The Office. Ryan had to work (laughs) in a janitor's closet for a while. Like, that's all I think about. It's like, this can't happen in real life. Yeah, it happened on Superstore, too. Somebody was in, like, a Mm -hmm. little closet. It's like, Mm -hmm. it's crazy. Happened in Desperate Housewives. Like, it's it's It's, supposed to be a trope on a sitcom, not a trope in reality. (laughs) Right. Um, Kelly says that at the time, she just assumed that this is what she had to deal with because she was, quote, the new girl for the first 10 years. And I don't know. I feel like you're not new after (laughs) a year, Mm -hmm. certainly a decade. I don't think you should be considering yourself the new girl. No, agree. And that's on, of course, you know, the network for making her feel like that. Um, Because she says when she asked for an office after Regis left in 2011, so 10 years later, Mm -hmm. the network told her they were saving it for the new guy. And Kelly was like, I am the new guy. And then (laughs) she just moved her things in, which... Oh, I love it. You know me. I'm always about going rogue. I know. You know? Yeah. I love this. Like, just her moving her shit into that office. Yeah. All right. I wish it had happened, like, day one, but... (laughs) Me too. I'm glad she finally did it, because that's just ridiculous. Mm -hmm. And then, (laughs) this is the part, I know I just said that the janitor (laughs) thing was the one that really had me (laughs) so shocked. This is the part that had me even more shocked. Regis had his own bathroom, mm-hmm. which is standard, I feel like, when you have... It's supposed to be standard. You have your own office, you have your own bathroom when you're hosting these shows. At least yeah. according to TV, when I watch shows like The Morning <laughs> Show. Um, but Kelly says because she didn't have a proper office, she didn't have her own bathroom. And instead, she had to use the same bathroom that the audience members mm-hmm. used. So mm-hmm. she's literally just standing in line yeah. with audience members Which is just like, I can't even imagine. And I'm like, first of all, you're telling me in this studio there's two bathrooms, one for Regis and one for everyone Everyone. else? (laughs) Yeah. Like, what kind of setup is this? I know. Um, And Kelly called it exhausting, especially when she was pregnant. Oh, my God. And still having to wait in line to use the bathroom. Like, come on. And you got to pee a lot when you're pregnant, from what I've heard. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I got to pee a lot already. I can't imagine... If I I would just live in a bathroom, I'd have an attachable toilet to my ass. Save time. <laughs> well, especially when you have to deal with audience members coming out with blank sheets of toilet paper for you to sign. <laughs> That's got to be exhausting. Like, I'm literally about to <laughs> pee myself. Can we do a picture later, maybe? <laughs> um, so the office and the bathroom are 
shockingly just the tip of the iceberg. Mm. Kelly also says that management kept her in the dark about key show decisions, Ugh, like when her co-hosts were leaving. That's still such a I, I know truly yeah. messed up story. Um and she also said that she had to deal with the joys of the gender pay gap throughout her <laughs> entire career. And in the interview, she opens up about being drastically underpaid for years until she finally fought for what she knew she was worth. I'm just going to take this time to plug. If I ever <laughs> decide to have kids mm-hmm. and I am forced at gunpoint to have a gender reveal, my gender <laughs> reveal will be an envelope. And if it's a boy, it's a dollar. And if it's a girl, it's oh. 86 cents. That's the wow. only time I will do that. <laughs> I can't wait to see the pictures of that because I will not attend. <laughs> I will draw the line there. <laughs> I, you know, and I respect you. Anybody that attends, you. I will not respect because <laughs> we can't support this kind of behavior. Um, but Kelly says that she feels like she only began to earn what she considers fair pay when her live contract was about to expire in 2017. So people doing the math, 16 years mm-hmm. she's been on this job before she got what she considers to be fair pay, which is just... Yeah. Oh, man. And the only reason that changed was because ABC realized she might actually quit. (laughs) She says, I don't think they wanted to pay me. But after all the negative backlash, after the network stole her co-host, Michael Strahan, and reassigned him to Good Morning America without even telling her, still can't (sighs) believe. I I know. That would be like wondering, (laughs) taking one of us and the other one not knowing until like the day. That's all I thought about this whole time. I was like, that's... That just seems so underhanded, so yeah. shitty. Like, that's why. Like, no respect. Absolutely no respect. And it's like, she isn't the new girl. She's the veteran. Like, yeah. just so disrespectful. Yeah. Um. But Kelly said she now had some leverage and was able to negotiate a better salary. She says, I think they really figured out rapidly that they had screwed up in a major way. And it was not a good look. I think that was really the impetus behind paying me fairly, which, mm. <laughs> I mean, sucks that it took that much. Yeah. Um, and Kelly tells Variety that she's happy to share the hard lessons she's learned as a woman fighting for fair pay with anyone who will listen. I try to remind every woman I work with as much as possible, know your worth and go after what your worth is. Make sure you get the money because in our business and through the decades, it's always been a quiet thing that women do not discuss what they earn. And I am not sure why that is. And furthermore, don't let what you earn become weaponized against you. And I think what's interesting is that Kelly says that she's seen some progress behind the scenes over the last few years as Disney and ABC are starting to put more women in positions of power, which Mm -hmm. we love to see it. Yes. One of those women is Deborah O'Connell, who came in to oversee the show, and she's the one that Kelly credits for changing the culture there. Kelly says it really makes a difference when you have people that are behind you who come aboard. It's powerful. Which, absolutely. Yeah. I just can't, like... For her to be doing that for so long until someone came along and, like, made her feel yeah. worth it, yeah. like, that's just too long. It kind of feels like it was, like, Kelly against everyone else. Like, no one really yeah. seemed—and I mean, I not, of course, talking about, like, the crew and everyone else that's kind of under the thumb of executives, but right. it feels like Kelly really had to just stand on her own and mm-hmm. keep standing despite them just knocking her down. I'll be honest, like, reading this interview, I was like— would Kelly Ripa be a good subject for Even the Rich? Available oh. wherever you get your podcast. As soon as I saw she had a biography, I was like, <laughs> I know. Producers. I was like, this Kate, is a good Rachel. 
Yeah, this is a good story for that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and thankfully, Kelly is no longer underpaid. She's now actually one of the highest paid personalities on daytime TV with a reported salary of $20 million a year. Mm-hmm. And the family is going to be bringing in more dough because she's getting a new co-host in a couple of weeks and she knows him well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she does know him pretty well. <laughs> uh, so like we said, Ryan Seacrest is leaving the show on April 14th and Kelly's new co-host which will be her fourth mm-hmm. for whoever is counting at home, <laughs> will begin the following Monday, and it will be her husband of almost 27 years, Mark Consuelos. Yeah. So he's filled in occasionally over the years, but he is now going to be the permanent co-host yeah. of the show. And <laughs> before you scream Nepo higher, <laughs> I mean scream it. I love Nepo. I know Brooke hates it, uh, but I love it. Hate so it. So scream it loud so and cringe. <laughs> Um, Kelly says it was the producer's idea to bring Mark on, but that she quickly got on board, even if it took a little convincing for Mark. Um, She also says her kids were jazzed about Mark joining and said, overall, it feels seamless to have him transition in as co-host. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting because it's tough to work with your spouse, but I feel like they started working together. Yeah. Like they started their careers that way. So. Yeah. I mean, you and Ross. Yeah. We all remember those famous days at Open Bar. Of course. Yeah, no no clashes at all there. <laughs> no, smooth. And you guys started by working together. That's true. That's mm-hmm. actually really true. Yeah, yeah, you guys are the next Kelly and Mark Consuelo. <laughs> we but are. if he thinks he's getting this hosting gig, he's got another thing coming. Sorry, no, Ross. I know. Yeah, of course not. But he wouldn't take convincing. He'd be like, all right, I'll do it. <laughs> Bye, Arisha. Um, so, you know, it sounds like Kelly's finally in a good place with her job at Live, even though she's faced some pretty big challenges. But I'm curious, what kind of stood out to you from this interview? So at the very end of this article, Kelly talks about how there needs to be like an ushering in of new hosts, like once she leaves Live. Because yes. there was a little bit of an undertone of like, she's coming to the point where I think she's going to be done. Like, it sounds like she's got, you know, a certain amount of years. She says she doesn't know, but it seems like I got a little bit of a reading between the lines that she's thinking Mm -hmm. about when she's going to be done with this show. Yeah. And she talked about, you know, bringing in two new, fresh, (laughs) bushy-tailed hosts. And I was like, like the ones that host already a daily Mm -hmm. show, maybe? I don't know. Two that are maybe very willing to move to New York City. I was just going to say, (laughs) two that have already you know, dry run living in New York for a weekend and uh-huh. would absolutely slay. I don't yes. know. Yeah. Time to do that manifesting thing you're always running on about. <laughs> oh, and I have. Trust me. But no, it's it's funny because that was my exact takeaway also because everything's got to be about us at the end of the yes, day. <laughs> of course. Of course. That's like, why we do so... this show, just to talk about ourselves. Who are we yeah. getting? It's like, Kelly, I'm so sorry you had to shit in the hallway. But honestly, <laughs> we'd love to take over the job. <laughs> But yeah, that was my exact takeaway, too. And mm-hmm. you know what? Yeah. Our agents better get on it. Yes. Also, before we end the show today, mm-hmm. I think we should wish our producer, mm-hmm. mind meld enthusiast, oh Liam Darrow. just going to say, <laughs> obsessor of mind meld uh-huh. and wearing shorts and walking everywhere. <laughs> yes, those those are the three Liam characteristics. Things. Yes. But it's Liam's birthday. If you guys follow him on Instagram, go wish him a happy birthday. Liam, yeah. we love you. We could yeah. do the show without you, but yeah. we don't want to. Yeah. And I'm sure he's going to be, you know, inundated with all of his best friends on Twitter <laughs> since he knows every single person on that website. <laughs> but happy birthday, Liam. We love yes. you. Yes. Happy birthday. 
From Wondery, I'm Brooke Ziprin. And I'm Arisha Skinner-Williams. This is Rich and Daily. See you tomorrow, Richies. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to Rich and Daily ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. If you like our show, please follow us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you're listening right now. Be sure to follow us on socials at Brooke Ziffrin and at Arisha Skid Dubs. We love connecting with you. I feel like I was blindsided. Because it's a competition show. From the producers of Jury Duty and The Bachelor. We have scoured the earth for the 14 greatest reality contestants that were available during our production window. Comes a reality competition show about reality competition shows. Nobody has dared to find out who is the actual best at just being on a reality show. I'm your host, comedian Daniel Tosh. Is win or go home. Each episode, our contestants will face new challenges that will test their strength and lack of life skills for a chance to win $200 million. $200,000. Prepare, because it's about to be ugly crying. Lots of fighting. Tasha, I have to defend myself. Celebrating 25 years of reality TV with your favorites. I have diarrhea. You cannot do this to me. What in gay hell have I got myself into? The GOAT. Stream free on Amazon Freebie or Prime Video.